Wrestling with the Basics is a production of KFUO Radio. Christ for you anytime, anywhere since 1924. Text the letters KFUO to 41444 to join the legacy with your tax-deductible gift. We're on a mission from God. something completely different. Good morning, I'm Pastor Matt Youngblood Clark from Ascension Lutheran Church in South St. Louis. And I'm Pastor Jolly John, well, not, not, not quite as jolly as I usually am. The tryptophan hasn't worn off yet, Matt. <laughs> from <laughs> Thursday, from huh? From Thursday, yeah. Man, we had a lot of tryptophan, and you know, sometimes it takes days. I'm sorry, I'm John Lukomsky, pastor at St. Paul's Lutheran in New Athens, Illinois, and Trinity in Darmstadt, Illinois. And this is... Wrestling Presley. with the basics. With the basics. Oh, oh, man. I'm trying to keep you awake, John. Yeah, I'm sorry. <laughs> I ate, I ate too much. You, you know, they say, Matt, that it isn't, actually isn't the tryptophan. Oh, yeah. For those of you that think it's the tryptophan and the turkey that makes yeah, you drowsy. It's, it's, it's the gravy, just, the stuffing, well, it's, the pies, it's the cranberries. It's eating that, all of that stuff. That's yeah, what they say. That's just, what my guess would be, too. Much. Yeah. yeah, so don't worry about the tryptophan. Yeah, blame it on the tryptophan, huh? <laughs> okay. <laughs> but by the way, before we go any further, Matt, yes. we've been getting, people have been writing say, where are the really bad jokes? <laughs> the last few episodes, we haven't been doing any really bad jokes. Is that right? It's been missed, huh? <laughs> were they... Yeah. Were they Praises or complaints? I don't know. That's probably. Sure. A, I never. I don't know. I should have looked. I, I just assumed. But maybe <laughs> they were. Thank admitting you. There's the no jokes. bad jokes. <laughs> so let me start with a bad joke that has to do with eating. Since we are in the uh, Thanksgiving weekend here, we did a lot of eating. So a lion is going through the jungle and he encounters two men, and one man is sitting there and he's got his Bible out. He's he's reading his Bible, and another man is a pastor and he's busily writing out a sermon. Writing out a sermon. So, the, you know, the lion's got to choose which one to eat. So, you, you know, which one did he choose the guy reading the Bible or did he choose the pastor, right? Which one did he choose uh, which to one? eat? You got a 50-50 shot yeah, here. Yeah. I, I'm going to go with the, the sermon writer. No. Oh, the no, other guy. No, no. no he, ate the, he ate the guy that was reading because, you know, readers digest writing cramps. Oh. <laughs> Holy cow. <laughs> that is really horrible. Well, if they were missing bad. the bad jokes, <laughs> That's I think you just made a bunch of people very happy, John, because okay. that was a bad joke. <laughs> that was a terrible joke. I'm sorry. I just... <laughs> That's right. Readers digest, writers cramp. Uh, so, Matt, well, we, we've yeah. been doing the Reformation. Well, I was going to give thanks to something. For oh, me. yeah, let's okay, go ahead. Right. Let's this do is the that. season of giving thanks. I need to say thank you to Pastor Jolly John because... Yeah? Because uh, he is coming in as we're recording this on a day we don't normally record. Oh, well, All the thank way you. from New Athens. Yeah. Uh, on a day when he's not typically at KFUO. So, thank you for doing that. And oh. the, the reason he's doing this is because I have a pastor's conference in the Missouri District coming up, and it's down in the, the Lake of the Ozarks, which is a pretty nice place to have a conference. I was going to ask you where I was at, because, yeah, you guys go to really nice places yeah, so for conferences. Where you guys had. Uh, the local White Castle. <laughs> <laughs> 
making that's, things uh, up. The they, got, they got a room in the back, and that's <laughs> right. the but yeah, you go to the Ozarks, oh, the, the Southern <laughs> Illinois district, the envy of the Senate, yeah. their White Castle conferences. <laughs> Well, we're going so, we're to Lake of the Ozarks. We're staying at, at Tantara. At Tantara, okay. of course. It's, That's not right. Too shabby, the the uh, five-star yeah. hotel but, resort but in, I, in the Ozarks. I bring this up because yeah. have you read that Tantara has actually been changing its name? I think it's been bought out. Really? Really, really it has. And it's, it's being changed to... It is now Jimmy Buffett's Margaritaville. Oh, you're so, kidding. So next year at Pastors Conference, I suppose, you're is going to be in Margaritaville. Margaritaville. So, Margaritaville. <laughs> <laughs> so you've got White Castle, we've got Margaritaville. <laughs> oh, I was talking to our, our, we have a field worker who's studying to become a pastor at Ascension. Yeah. He's in his fourth year of studies at the seminary, and his vicarage was in the Rocky Mountain District. So, yeah, yeah. So where do they have their pastor's conferences? They have it in Breckenridge, Colorado. Oh, so wow. I think they've got both of us beat. You know, yeah, my yeah, goodness. Boy, boy. Yeah, yeah. So anyway, just give me thanks to Jolly John. Thanks for coming in well, as, thank we, you. Uh, as we thank record. You wrestling with the basics as we bring our listeners the the newest and freshest material. And so as this is the Thanksgiving weekend, uh, uh, which is, by the way, not a religious holiday. Isn't that interesting? Did, did, did you have a church service? Yeah, you know, it, it's it's always, uh, and rightly so. I'm, I'm glad yeah, we do, obviously. No. But, it, but it is the one time we gather together and worship for a secular holiday, really. And, and that's right, yeah. That there, we, there, this, yeah. This has only existed for, what, maybe 150 years? Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, there are people di- out there that know the exact date when it was established. It's kind of tricky because there's, you know, of course the pilgrims and that celebration, but then you have these official proclamations that have been made by a series of presidents down through the years, but it's certainly not a, it's not something that's celebrated by the church as a whole. We, there's oh. not Christians in other parts of the world celebrating Thanksgiving Day. Only only American, yeah. United States, as yeah. far as that goes, Christians sure. will be On celebrating. Yep. And certainly no quincentennial, is it? <laughs> It's no, no quincentennial sure. like the unlike, Reformation unlike is. Like the Reformation. Uh, um, but uh, so I have a text I think that describes though that the government is important. Okay. That we it's, we should thank God that we have government and it's appropriate to have a Thanksgiving Day to celebrate this worldly government that God has established yes. us. Okay. I think it might surprise you. Okay. You might think, well, what is? But this is really will show that okay. this is all about okay. the government. Okay. So would you start if you could please at Matthew chapter nineteen, Matthew verse chapter uh, 19. sixteen? It looks like sixteen. Yeah. Okay. All no, right. that's not it no. either. What? What did you tell? Oh, there it is. Matthew, Matthew 18, eighteen, verse twenty-one. <laughs> okay. I'm sorry about the government. Okay. Well, yeah, we'll take a look it's about here. Okay. the government. Good. All right. Uh, Matthew 18, verse 21. Then Peter came up and said to him, Lord, how often will my brother sin against me and I forgive him? As many as seven times? Jesus said to him, I do not say to you seven times, but 70 times seven. All right, so that isn't anything to do with the government. We'll come back to that. (laughs) It will be, honestly, just stick with me. Don't give up yet. All right, all right. I'm hanging with you. All all right. right. Keep reading. Okay, so, all right. then Jesus goes on, therefore, the kingdom of heaven may be compared to a king. Okay, well, uh, I'm... All okay, right, so we're getting government, government there. Government stuff, All a right. ruler. Okay, Thank okay. you. I hadn't even saw that connection. <laughs> what okay. point is he trying to make? Oh, you're right, so we okay. got a king. Okay, we got so a kingdom. There's a king with a kingdom, yeah. we can presume, we got government. I think. Okay, yeah. good. All right, all right. Uh, so far, so good. Who wished to settle accounts with his servants? When he began to settle, one was brought to him who owed him 10000 thousand talents that sounds like a lot and since he could not pay his master ordered him to be sold with his wife and children and all that he had 
and payment to be made. So the servant fell on his knees, imploring him, Have patience with me, and I will pay you everything. And out of pity for him, the master of that servant released him and forgave him the debt. When that very same servant went out, he found one of his fellow servants who owed him a hundred denarii. And seizing him, he began to choke him, saying, Pay what you owe. So his fellow servant fell down and pleaded with him, Have patience with me, and I will pay you. He refused and went and put him in prison until he should pay the debt. When his fellow servants saw what had taken place, they were greatly distressed. And they went and reported to their master all that had taken place. Then his master summoned him and said to him, You wicked servant, I forgave you all that debt because you pleaded with me, and you should not have had mercy on your fellow servant as I had had mercy on you. And in his anger, his master delivered him to the jailers until he should pay all his debt. All right, let's stop there for the, for okay. the moment. Um, so Luther, and, and I'm, I'm suspecting that he might have, have been drinking a few beers filled with hops. <laughs> yeah, yeah, last week we recognized that, right? The yeah. uh, We could thank Luther for the hoppiness Hoppy of beer. beer. Uh, and, and so he makes an insight that I never thought of before. Because uh, this is a great story. You know the story. You sure. preach on this. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. All the but Luther points out that what what the servant is doing here, where he goes to his fellow servant and demands that he pay him what he what he owes him, is actually right, isn't it? Aha, uh-huh, yeah, okay, yeah. yeah. Somebody owes you something, aren't they supposed to pay you back? Yeah, so he owes him a hundred denarii. So what that that's uh, about a hundred days worth of wages. Yeah, yeah, not know, not a lot of money. Not a lot, but, but again, you owe me. You you should pay me back. Yeah, that's that's how it works, Matt, right? You hear me? Like you should enough. owe me. You should pay me back. Okay. You know, what about that 20 I loaned that's, you? That's been what? I'm sorry. We're on air. We can talk about the that. Air. Talk about that afterwards. <laughs> uh, um, but would you not agree? That this, this is the, and this is the principle of government, isn't it? Isn't the government all about you owe people? You should pay them. There's laws. You need to obey them. There's rules. If you don't follow the rules, there's consequences. This is the principle of the world. It's and that's pretty a, black and white. Justice has <laughs> to be served. And it's a good principle, isn't it? Oh, yeah. Well, without it, there'd be chaos, right? That's exactly my point. If we didn't, it, it, honestly, if, if you didn't have the rule that you owe something, you pay it back, then people would never pay it back. No, no. They, they'd drive 100 miles an hour down the freeway. I, I mean, it's bad as it is, but but thank God we have laws and rules. So we are thankful on Thanksgiving Day and every day, really, that God has established a government because we need that kind of regulation. Yes. So the problem is, however, <laughs> okay, having established we need law and we need order, the problem is this is not a picture of the kingdom of the world, though, is it? No. In fact, what did Jesus say yeah, right from the get-go? Verse 23, therefore the kingdom of heaven may be compared to a king. All right. So we're not talking about the kingdom of the world. Honestly, if you owe anybody, you ought to pay them back. Yeah. Well, yeah, even our Thanksgiving services, the the, the, the epistle reading is usually about our government, right? Yeah. And praying yeah. for your leaders and those in authority. Recognizing Lifting that, hands. Yeah, yeah, yeah that, that they're established by God and 
They're there for a purpose. And and I want to go back because I think you hit it on the head because of chaos. Because there's plenty of chaos out in the world right now, isn't there? Oh, I mean, there's been tragedies happening. The, the guy driving the truck down the bike route in and, yeah. and, and New York and the, the Las Vegas shooting. And then, of course, a few weeks ago, this tragedy in the church. Even the church is not immune to this yeah. as the guy yep. who came in. And I think that's a perfect illustration because there was a law that said that guy shouldn't have had a gun. Mm -hmm. He shouldn't have had that gun to do that. If the law had been enforced, maybe that might not have even have taken place. So you're right. We need the laws or there will be chaos. Uh, but again, this is not the kingdom of the world. This is the kingdom of heaven. And how do you know it's not the kingdom of the world? What happens in this text that would never happen in the kingdom of the world? Because Matt? things just don't make sense. Yes. <laughs> that debts are forgiven. Um, that hasn't people happened. That, people that should be imprisoned aren't imprisoned. It's just, it's, it's, it's not of this world. I, you know, I, I, I write to the IRS and say, read this text. I, should I pay taxes? Do I need it? And they always write back and say, yes, you must. Yeah. Yeah. Are you going <laughs> to, that doesn't go over too well. Have pity on me. And I'll pay you everything, IRS. Just be patient. Wait till next year. That doesn't no. go over too well. They want it and they want it with interest. Uh, so, and, and by the way, you, you had mentioned as you were reading this about the 10,000 talents. So what things have you read? Cause, cause you're right. This is an unbelievable debt. Uh, yes. So have you read anything interesting about how to describe what a great debt 10,000 talents are? Well, one talent is worth 20 years. 20 wages. years. 20 years. Uh, that's incredible. So yeah. this guy owes him 10,000 talents. So that is, if I'm doing my math right, that is 200,000 years worth of wages. Uh, wages. Yeah. I mean, it's, yeah. Just, it's just, it's astronomical, insurmountable. It's hard to even put a dollar amount on it. Well, and, and they do, but you don't, is it at several hundred million dollars? Is it a trillion dollars? Uh, um, someone pointed out that King Herod, who, I mean, uh, this guy, you can't get any richer than, he's only making 900 talents a year. You know, so again, it's like, what, over 10 times a king's ransom. Yeah. Uh, yeah. The one that I just learned this year, though, that I thought was really neat, I did not realize that 10,000 is the biggest number you have in Greek. Did you know that? No, it's, it just stops at 10,000. It stops at 10,000. Well, you don't need more than 10,000 in the days of Jesus. If you had 10,000 or something. That's as you need to go. Well, yeah, that's that's a lot of stuff, you know. So this is the, the limit. This is the ceiling. They don't have a number bigger than that. Uh, and, of course, a talent, as you already alluded, that's the biggest denomination you can have. So literally, Jesus is saying is think of the biggest amount of money you could possibly think of, and that's what this guy owed. Yeah. So it's incredible. It, it's just an incredible amount. It's a, It's... You know, how did he even rack up that debt? You know, you wonder. Like, who he, would have given him that money? I That's not, Who yeah, loaned yeah. him that? What kind of king is that that would loan you that kind of and money? And I always think, too, 10, 20, 20 years wages, one talent. You know, yeah. what if you lose that talent? You're, I mean, that's, that's a lot of money you're out. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Hold on you're to not, that thing. You're not carrying around that in your billfold. Yeah, no. Got that locked Put up in your in sock bank. drawer. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, and yet the incredible thing is, this is the kingdom of heaven. And as you said, it, this debt is forgiven and released too, which is, I always thought was cool. So it's not just yeah. that it's forgiven. You don't need to pay it back. Yeah, yeah. You yes. don't need to pay it back. Yeah. Um, and here's the incredible thing you need to realize, people, that, that uh, tonight or tomorrow or any day that you walk through the doors of the church, you have entered into the kingdom of heaven. Because that's what the kingdom of heaven, that's what the church is all about, that you are forgiven. Uh, you pointed that out so beautifully last week in the context of the third article 
uh, that it is all about forgiveness. That's what goes on. And God help us as Lutherans, and God help every church out there to remember that's that's what it's about. It's just about giving people forgiveness. We don't need to have them run up any more debts, and it's not about them paying off debts either by coming to church. It's just about uh, the king saying, hey, here it is. You're, you are totally and absolutely forgiven. And I mean, there's no other place where that's found. Where else? That, that, that's that's right. what's incredible. Uh, the IRS isn't going to give it to nope, you. Nope, nope, uh, nope. The government, the, your they local Casey's, of... they won't do it. They want you to pay for every every candy bar <laughs> even, you buy. Even the soft serve ice cream. That's right. Twenty four hours a day. Ted seven Drews days a week. won't do it nope, for you. Not even Ted Drews. Yeah. But it's nowhere else to be found except really in the church, yeah. right? Yeah, it's nowhere else to be found except for Christ. That, that's it. And, and, and that's why there had to be a Reformation, the quincentennial of the Reformation, yep. because the church had forgot that. The church had made it itself a place of debts, a place of making payments, buy some indulgences, you know, uh, do some religious works. No, no, uh, the church is what we have right here. It is just the forgiveness of sins and God. And why, Matt, look at this text. Why is it that God forgives this man his sins? Because he promises he's going to try harder and pay it back. Is that why he promises? No way. Oh. You know, what a bogus promise. You know, oh, yeah. Of 200,000, what was it, 200,000 years worth of wages this guy owes? Yeah. How are you going to do you that, know, ask me? Yeah, yeah. yeah. You're not even going to live maybe to be 100 if you're lucky. How yeah. are you going to do 200,000? Yeah, and then he gets out, I'll pay you everything. No, verse 27, I think, is the, the key here. Out of pity for him, the master of that servant Released him, forgave him the debt out of pity. And the Greek word is, as you know, John, is that word splagnizomai. Oh, I love right? that word. Uh, yeah. I know, that's, that's a good one. From the, from from the, gut, the gut. You know, this yeah. deep compassion and and uh, just, you know, love, perhaps we could even say, this compassion, this pity uh, on this man. And that's why he forgives him. Did you see the light bulb go off? It's kind of dim. No, in my age, it's kind of dim. Sometimes people don't notice it. But people, right now, those of you who are listening to Wrestling with the Basics, you have entered into the kingdom of heaven. Kind of a goofy part of the kingdom of heaven. <laughs> no doubt. Yeah, strange but corner of the kingdom. But. Has there ever been any show that we didn't just want people to know that God loves them and that he has forgiven them all their sins? I, I hope we've done yeah. that consistently week in and week out. So you have actually, by being with us, you have entered into the kingdom of heaven. Now, here's the problem. Uh, within the next 15, 20 minutes, and if you go to church, it's usually within the hour, you got to leave the kingdom of heaven and go back into the kingdom of the world. <laughs> okay. And the kingdom of the world, as we already alluded, is a kingdom of laws and punishments. And so people are going to have to be doing that. We, we've got people listening to us who are parents. And and when they leave the kingdom of heaven, when they quit wrestling to, wrestling with the basics, they're probably going to say to their kids who are listening with them, because I know we have a lot of families that listen to us, they're going to say to their kids, all right, it's time to go clean up your room. Have you got your homework done? You know, they'll give them chores that they need to fulfill. And when it gets later, it's time to go to bed. You do that with Noah all yeah, the time. Sure. See, I don't That's have right. any kids to do that with anymore. My kids are all grown up. They moved out of the house. Uh, but yeah, uh, we might have policemen listening, listening to us. And and when they get back in the kingdom of the world, they're going to pull people over and write them out tickets. Yep. And we've got employers and we've got supervisors and chairman, uh, chairman, no, foreman. That's the word I was looking for. Well, chairman oh, too. Chairman too. Yeah. No. And again, they're going to tell people, this is what you need to do. And if they don't do it, well, I'm going to dock your pay or if you maybe I have to fire you. Uh, and of course, there will be people like you and me that will be under those in authority. 
And so when mom says go to bed, yeah, I guess we'll have to go to bed. If if Lisa, the wife, says, all right, come on, time to get to bed. Well, yeah. Yep. Um, and, and, and when the boss tells us to go to work, we go to work. Uh, um, but, Matt, I would think that having been in the kingdom of heaven, that would have to change the way you live in the kingdom of the world. Wouldn't yes. it? Well, and I think that that is why Jesus begins to tell the story in the first yeah, place, right? Yeah. Because it, it's all prompted by Peter's question. How many times do yes. I need to forgive my brother? Yeah. How, yeah. how do I live my life out in the world, yeah. Jesus? Yeah. Um, and he, I think Peter thinks he's being generous by saying, oh, forgive him seven times. But no, he tells the story. And Jesus concludes it by saying uh, there in verse 35, so also my heavenly father will do to every one of you, okay, if you do not forgive your brother from his heart. So in this kingdom of the world, we're called to forgive our brothers. Yeah, yeah, and 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 of course that's the that's the verse that really uh, uh, crushes me. You must forgive your brother from the heart, because yeah. uh, uh, you know Matt and I have been Christian long enough that we know we're supposed to be nice to people we don't like. So you smile and you kind of nod your head, and you're. But of course, in the heart, we're still like, oh, I just you know you. So, um, and so now we realize that yeah, we're the debtors. <laughs> This parable is about us. We're the guy that's run up the uh, incredible amount of debt. And that's just one sin we're talking about, the failure to forgive the brother, the the anger, uh, whatever in our heart. And we could have done all the other commandments and shown us that we are great debtors. And and I don't know what the answer is. If, if right now, if there's somebody you're having trouble loving, if you really are having trouble forgiving them in the heart, uh, I don't know what else you can do except go on your knees and say, don't say I'm going to pay you back or I'm going to try to do harder because, you see, that's where you end up here. Then you end up not forgiving the brother but choking him and doing all yeah. these mean things. I think all you can do is just say, Father, please forgive me. Have pity on me. And then rejoice in the fact that the Father has had pity on you. And one more thing. What was the stipulation? So he throw, the, the, in this parable, the king throws the guy into, into the jail. Mm-hmm. And what one thing had to happen for this guy to get out of jail uh let's see the the king you're talking about the second guy yeah yeah the second guy the verse 34 uh yeah read verse 34 yeah and in anger the master delivered him to the jailers and until he should pay all his debt that's right so you are stuck in the jail until all, all your debt is paid and of course as christians we realize wait we got a better deal than just a god who loves us who has blocked zizomai for us we have a God who did pay the debt for us. Yeah, because again, we realize what the the debt is. Yeah. You know, yeah. it's insurmountable, unpayable. Two hundred thousand years worth of wages, no way. Unless, of course, you're the Holy Son of God, yeah. Yeah. and you are giving your life as a ransom for many, and suffering and dying and rising, and, and that probably would pay even. How many years was it again? Twenty two hundred thousand years worth of debt. Yeah, Jesus Christ could do that, and He did do that, and that's the joy. See, a lot of people talk about a God of love, and I'm I'm glad I I, I want a God of love, but we have a God of love better than that. We got a God who actually pays for our debt. So guess what, people? You're not going to spend time in purgatory for thousands of years making up for the wrongs you've done you don't need to worry about going to hell for an eternity because yeah no your debt not only did god love you but god's paid that debt so you're out you're out free and again i think that would have to change us wouldn't it matter would yeah. have to change us and that's the key i think that if we're struggling with forgiving our neighbor somebody who's sinned against us i don't think the the key to finding the to forgiving them lies in finding something worthy enough in them to 
yeah, to, give, no. to, to cause you to forgive them. You know, if I can, if they're a good enough person, then I'll forgive them. No, that's not it at all. It's realizing how much we've been forgiven and to know that we've been forgiven far more by God than we'll ever be called to forgive any individual person. And, and and I think it'll change the way we relate to our brother. It'll change everything we do in the kingdom of the world. As a parent, you're no longer telling your kids to go to bed because you want to be the boss. You want to show them who's in charge, but you will make those commands because you love them. If we go to work, again, we won't be doing our work just because we're afraid the boss is watching us, but we'll do the work because, hey, we made it. We maybe don't like the boss, but hey, he's one of God's people. God has put him over us. We want to do the very best and love we can do to him as God has done for us. So yeah, I see that that's the great thing about this understanding that we've been in the kingdom of heaven where everything is forgiven. I think it totally changes the way we're going to be in the kingdom of the world as well. So thank you for giving me an opportunity to share that, Matt. I appreciate that. Yeah. A great lesson after this uh, Thanksgiving Day yeah, celebration, yeah. I think. And you know, we, I think it reminds me too of the prayer. Simply forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. God good good us. point, Matt. Thanks for listening this morning. And we'll see you next time on Wrestling With The Basics.